I'm gonna start this series off by talking about someone who has nothing to do with this series, but it's probably gonna be talked about all day tomorrow about it. And that is Joel Embiid. As he said, Miami needs another star, and it's something I've been preaching for even before the playoffs, and Irwin kept ragging on me that that's not necessary to win a championship. But what did today show? It showed that Bam, you better love Philly cheesesteaks, cause you're getting to pack it. You guys saw the massacre that happened today. Um, you know, the game was good until, again, another fucking blowout. Like, don't tell me it's not a blowout just because it doesn't happen from the first quarter moving on. Third quarter happened, fucking gates just flooded wide open. And after that, there was no legitimate cause for concern from the Heat. They could not start a comeback to save their lives. That shit was embarrassing. And Celtics just kept hitting threes after threes. And then they also just kept making shots. And even when there was some things going Mammy's way and you're like, oh, maybe. Nah, nah. Life was like, let me snatch this uh, little glimmer of hope y'all have. And with that being said, I got three major takeaways. Basically takeaways that uh, I've been saying since before the playoffs on why I personally didn't have the heat reaching the finals or winning the championship. I thought it was possible they could win, uh, reach the finals, but definitely not win a championship. And those takeaways are Miami needs a second star slash go-to shot creator because there's not even a shot creator over there or another one. Better rebounders, either bigger big men, whatever you want to call it, just better rebounders. And today was a great example of why a squad, a team cannot rely too much on G League role players. Well, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't disrespect, you know, Max Struess has worked his ass off. Gabe Vincent has worked his ass off. They're not G League players. They're not stars by like any means. But they are definitely NBA well, when, valuable players. When They're I say G League players, I'm saying like that's Don't where they came them. from, undrafted. And but right yeah, now, well, what were your points? My points is Bam Adebayo, you were more aggressive today, but I mean, shit, you're doing ass like an aggressive. Going to be as aggressive as you um, wanted when it comes, but he's not the second star that the Heat need to 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 get us where no we want to. And Tyler Hero, your boy, he does not deserve the max. Mahu? <laughs> yeah. And um, okay, so let's break down point by point. I uh, will just bounce back and forth. I got three, you got two, so it'll be easier just to go back and forth. Um, Miami needs a second star and go-to shot creator. I've been preaching this forever. They have Jimmy Butler, but even Jimmy Butler is 34, 33, and he gets gassed out. So even then, Miami doesn't have a true superstar. That was another problem that I had with this team looking at them on paper, on like reaching the finals and winning the championship. They got this far because of heat culture. But heat culture can only drag or push you so far if you don't have the legitimate talent pool and skill sets to carry a Larry O'Brien trophy, which I believe that's still what it's going to be called after the remodeling, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's going to stick with the same name. It's not? What's the new name? No, 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 no. I was thinking about something else, but it's FD oh, okay. FTX Arena. But go ahead, finish your point. And I'm just finally glad that uh, someone of, of, of caliber like Joel Embiid it's saying that because now it proves my point that I've been preaching. And it's like, guys, how can you not see it? Just another star. It doesn't have to be another superstar, preferably a superstar, because Jimmy, I think, would be better as a A2 
star, like A2 superstar, next to an A1 superstar, and then Bam or Tyler or Oladipo even can be that third guy because they'll make either one of those three would make great third guys. I think we agree agreement with that, right? Yeah. And like, I would say the biggest example today was in the early fourth quarter when 12 minutes is a lot of time to, to make the comeback that they could have made to legitimately make this a game towards the end or even get a W. Mm-hmm. And who did they have pushing up the ball? Gabe Vincent. But that's my third point. We'll get to that later. And... Not only that, because he had two crucial turnovers that, and then he was missing shots. Duncan was everybody was missing shots, and that's what that's my main point. Where the fuck was the go-to shot creator? Why were they so focused on making threes? I get why they were trying to make threes, but it's like if you had someone of fucking Victor Ledipo's caliber, I'm gonna say just because like you know he's on the team, and if he was able to just go for a two, go for a layup, go for some easy uh, posts or some easy mid rangers, just easy shots easy shots that could get past the Celtics defense which it should be bam to be honest um that comeback could have actually been more possible you get what I mean because it was just all you have to do is with 12 minutes even even up to the seven to eight minute mark you just have to at 15 to to 18 points you just got to start bringing that number down by two. You don't have to go for the threes. You make a three, perfect. But then just keep going for easy shots. And they don't have a go-to shot creator that can just make a bucket when needed. And in the playoffs, that is super necessary. That's been preached by every single person on the fucking goddamn planet that watches basketball or has played basketball on a professional level. And the Heat don't have that. And when Jimmy's not hot, then they got nobody. No. Nobody. Credit to the Celtics defense because you saw in the second round, yeah, they, they did were it, holding it up. They were doing a pretty, I mean, as best of a job possible of trying to slow down Giannis. Which, and, shout out to Giannis. I don't know if you saw this, but Giannis was the only player today. They released, I think it was today, um, all the votes for the, I don't know why I'm doing this, on but a, it was a, a, a graph. Yeah, uh, the the Excel sheet with all the votes for the All-NBA first, <laughs> second, third team. And Giannis was the only player that had 100% uh, first team ballot votes by the entire media. Clean sweep. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. well deserved. I'm glad that everybody's in agreement that this guy is it. And I'm glad, to me, that solidifies objectively, or at least general consensus, that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best fucking player on the planet at this moment. All right, yeah. continue. Um, no. Um, you're, I mean, you already finished your point, your first point, right? Yeah, but well, you don't want to say anything about it? Um, look, uh, the only disagreement that I have is I think Jimmy is um, a superstar. Um, not an A1 superstar, like oh, okay, you're saying. Okay. I think he's a, a, two. Uh, t- uh, uh, a second-tier superstar. Okay. Yeah, superstar. He's an A-. minus. Yeah, a superstar nonetheless, man. Because, man. Or was he tonight? <laughs> okay, because. Yeah, everyone the, can have their bad nights. With that point that you're saying right now, man. Like, you're seeing it right now with the Golden State um, Dallas series. Luka? He's an A plus superstar. Yeah, he's A plus. But the problem is, every superstar, whether it's MJ, whether it's oh, uh, yeah. Kobe Bryant, you need, you need a legit Robin, well, whatever what superhero you want to say. Yeah. And actually, you're gonna translate to my point, but I'm gonna let you finish it with, with with your point that Miami does not have a legit Robin. Thank yo. It took this long for him to finally say. It. How many times did I keep telling you this year? Like yo, bam, yo. Bam. 
<laughs> You're like, yo, Lowry. Okay. I'll be, give it. Lowry's because, not 100% healthy, okay, so I'll let that be, one slide. Okay, yes. It, it's just, You're like, yo, Bam. Because I'm so disappointed, man, because Bam is talented enough mm. to be like that. But I don't know what it is with him mentally. Like I said, credit to the Celtics defense, man. I'm like, like I, I don't know what it is, man. Get some Tony Robbins or, or like whatever shit it is, man. But my God, man. Like, uh, I'll uh, drop this gem because I learned this in high school from a teacher and it stuck with me because I was like, you are goddamn right. Potential is nothing. All potential is, is potential. And when you don't realize potential, it's not a... Parents are always like, oh, my kid has so much potential. My kid has so much potential. Uh, we'll bring it to basketball. Oh, this draft, he has so much potential. Bam Adebayo has so much potential. It doesn't matter if the player doesn't realize the potential. And I just felt like at this point, I don't think he's going to realize. I could be wrong. We're st- I- I'm not going to lie. I'm speaking. In, I'm being a little exaggerated right now because it's the conference finals. But the time is ticking. And I think in the end, we might be seeing what Bam about is going to end up being in terms of like his career legacy. Yeah. Um, which good. I'm glad that you brought Bam out of bio. Like I said, I don't think he's the Robin that uh, the teams need. Definitely is no he, Batman. Is he talented? Yes. Hell absolutely. Yeah. Is he a good guy to have in the locker room? Hell yeah. Very good guy. I like Should we have kept Whiteside and traded Bam though? Hell no. Whiteside can go kick rocks, man. That guy's out of the league for a like about to get out of the league for a reason. Like he's cool as fuck to see his Snapchat, but like in the court, man, he can go fuck himself, man. Like shit, man. Like I'm glad his ass is out of here, man. But which actually gets to my point. Bam, like one of my friends was bringing this up with me. I, I think I brought this up in a video. Bam versus a, 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 a decent big man, like 6'11 and up, Kwame Brown. 6'10 and under, oh, all-star caliber player. The problem is, I'm like, Robert Williams, Al Horford, they're all 6'10 and under. And Bam Adebayo had played like complete fucking ass. Like, I think there was like two games that he scored less than 10 points. Today, yeah. he did a little better, a little better, 18 points. Uh, game three, he showed up. Last round against Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, obviously, you know, fuck, superstar. Like, you know, in any given day, he's the number one or number two best big man in the league mm-hmm. whatsoever. Shriveled up. Nothing. We cannot have that going on, man, because not even Luka, not even LeBron can be able to carry this shit if nobody else is helping you out. And I'm like, shit, if, you, if you're shooting seven for 45 from three, good fucking luck. I'm like, when it comes to that. So, bam. <laughs> And which actually brings it up with this tweet that, that, that yeah, you brought it up uh, earlier. Miami needs another start. And guess what? Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, they're boys, which I'm bringing up the tweet right now. Jimmy Butler saying, I know we're up. I know a place for villains are welcome. And Joel Embiid's damn right, my brother. So my brother, get the pack and you're coming down here to Miami. Bam, get the pack and you're going to Philadelphia. <laughs> no, yeah. And I've been saying for a fat minute that... uh Joel Embiid is coming to South Beach. I've been commenting that on videos for like, I think two years now on the BTD channel, even my personal YouTube account, because I just think it makes too much sense. Like, yes. that's how much sense it makes. It's almost common sense at this point. Um, first of all, you got Pat, the godfather Riley, heavily influential in convincing people. He looked pissed in the, this game. He coached, as he should have been. Yeah, but he been. looks pissed almost... <laughs> Twenty four seven. It could be intimidating, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Imagine being his kid, and um, he culture implemented boom an organization with an actual 
culture set in the franchise where players have to arrive on time, have to. There are rules to this shit. Everybody follows them. And if you've ever worked at different sized companies, you know it doesn't matter how big or how small a company is. It depends on how well the employees of that company follow those rules and policies. And that's what's going to get keep things fluid. And Joel Embiid loves that. He loves that. He is he culture to the T. So not only does he probably love the fact that, oh, y'all are organized. People listen. People, You guys have a credibility people look up to and actually follow. It's a brand that fits right up Joel Embiid's avenue. Yeah. Like... Hustle basketball 24-7, uh, tunnel vision to win a championship, uh, team ball. Because let's be honest, while Joel Embiid is one of the greatest talents in basketball, he cannot be like a Giannis or LeBron where like he has to be the focal point. Because I think if he does, if he was that, it puts way too much stress on his body and he will deteriorate too quick. But the good thing is... That's where Jimmy Butler comes in. Exactly. He's a... He's, uh, he's a... Like, like whether a superstar or not, whatever, like, you, we could go, like, in circles when it comes to this, but no doubt something that we could agree with Jimmy Butler when he's not gassed out, he's a certified closer. Yeah. And on top of that, like, the Heat have an actual team. Like, I know I'm talking shit about the players that they have now because I'm talking shit more so on the weight of, um, of responsibility that the Heat are are putting on these players they're not meant to have that weight they don't have that they're not at that level of talent and skill set could some of them reach that maybe but right now the current players that have the current amount of weight that the heat are relying on to reach the promised land no it's just not gonna happen now what Joel Embiid probably recognizes that damn they got some dope players they got Struess even Don, like whoever stager goes, whatever. I'll just, I'll just name everybody that is on there: Struess, Tyler, Bam, <laughs> Vincent, too. all those guys. Um, Depot if he stays, like Tucker. Hey, you put the right stars around them. Every motherfucker that I just named can step up because now there's much less stress and focus on them on the offensive end and even the defensive end. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. And on top of that, I've stressed this a lot before. Look, when you're picking a place to work at, don't you want to work at a location that, you know, makes you happy? And this is just straight fucking luck. I'm going to be honest. This is not, you know, there's no logistics to this. It just happens to be that South Florida, Miami is in fucking a very sunny, nice weather area in a Florida, in a state free tax state in Florida. And it's just like there are so many professional financial and, and just casual benefits to living here yep. that it's like if you got money. Why the fuck not? If you don't got money, don't move because it's not worth it. I'm going to be honest with you. And we're full. But (laughs) if you got money, I'm looking at that like, all right, it's either LA where there's a bunch of fake people. There's a bunch of fake people here too. But there's also a lot of shit going on in LA. And if you're trying to be a a mogul, then no, yeah, I would definitely pick LA because that's where all the production companies are. The Lakers are a dumpster fire. And yeah. And then when you look at Miami, it's like, okay, you got the beach. And let me tell you something. If you live in Miami, you can live whatever life you want. You want to party every day? Go for it. But if you want to live chill, you can do that just as easily as getting into the party um, rowdy scene. Like, legit. It's that easy, simple to just turn the flip on and off. Because in Miami, 
things happen so every like 24 7 that like yeah, it man. doesn't matter if you step out or not plenty of and nobody's gonna give a fuck if you step out plenty of neighborhoods if you want to be left alone pancreas that is fat <laughs> you'll, you'll, be, you'll be left not alone not even you go to sunny isles bro bro if i'm rich i'm living in sunny isles because then i just drive back down if i want to go to some of the clubs or strips and then i just drive back up drive back up and just be chilling and if i want to go super chill, I just go to west palm or i go to the west side go to naples bonita Fort Myers and or, that's it or shit man if you want to be super chill but you still got a little bit of hood in you West Candle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, believe you got that hey going to, to A-Rod Alex Rodriguez oh, he's shit. like yo I grew up in the hood Kendall nah like, but what? he didn't say West Kendall he <laughs> yeah. said Kendall I said West Kendall and there's a big ass difference yeah. between Kendall yeah. alright now let's just move on to the second point I said bigger better rebounders uh, look, Bam, this is something you brought up last reaction. He's 6'10", right? And you said he looks like, what, 6'9", below 6'10", when he faces anyone above 6'10", no, or 6'10 no, plus? No, what I said is this. My friend was bringing this up. You know him. Um, when Bam uh, faces somebody that's 6'11 and, and above, Kwame Brown. 6'10 and under, all-star caliber player. Well, that's what he was doing with the rebounds today, man. Like, I already talked about how bad that we didn't have shot creators. The people that were trying to make points for the Heat uh, weren't fucking sinking them shots. And then the rebounds were just everywhere. Boston got uh, probably more than half. Nah, maybe I'm exaggerating. I got to really, like, I can't remember. It's already been a while since the game ended. But, like, they were losing rebounds that they shouldn't have lost or they could have gotten because Bam was just surrounded. I, I remember seeing a lot of times it'd be Bam and then two other guys around them to get the re. Like, what the fuck, Miami? You know you need to get a rebound because your shot is complete shit tonight. And I'm just like, well, one, if Joel Embiid is on the floor, we wouldn't have that big of a problem because he's an actual big guy. <laughs> or two, just get other another power forward that could be maybe by his side or just another better rebounder that's quicker at like going from the arc or close to the arc to down to the paint ASAP when they see the ball flying around or someone that's really good at predicting rebounds. That's another skill set that I have learned to appreciate. A player that can predict rebounds. Dennis Rodman did a great job of talking about that in um, the last, what was it called? The Dynasty? Whatever. Last Dance. The Last Dance. There you go. And um, yeah, I just like, that was one takeaway that I was just like, fuck. And it's not just tonight. I've seen it before in other heat losses. But, like, tonight it was crucial because I start thinking, like, okay, if we have better rebounders, like, and we're, or we're catching some more of these rebounders, at least we'll have some more second chance points that with this squad, maybe we'll make a couple of those second chance points if we got them. And it's just like, well, we won't have a chance if we don't get the rebound at all. But, yeah. That and more importantly, um, in the event that we're having an ass night from our shooters that are shooting seven for 45 from threes... A big man like Joel Embiid is somebody, all right, we clearly don't have it today with our shooting. Somebody we could throw the ball, you know, down the post, get a bu get us a bucket when we need it. And more importantly, with him in the paint, it's going to open up more open shots for our shooters. That's helping us maybe, like, get out of no, our damn fun. I thought you were going to bring up that. I've, I've been wanting and saying, too, that, like, Mammy needs a post-up post up man, a go-to post-up man. And not just Mammy. I think... Um, I said this about Embiid for the Sixers. Like, what happened to the post-up game? We should bring that back. It's time. Like, big men are starting to make a comeback in the NBA. The post-up game should make a comeback. Shaq has stressed that for years, and that's something that I do agree with him on. Like, 
if you can post up in today's game, you would be 20, averaging 20, like nothing. Like nothing. And mm, what I thought yeah. you were going to bring up was like... I disagree with Bam that. Bam would get the rebound, and he, sometimes he would man up and try to put it back, and then you just see these guys that are like bigger than him or his size, and he would just not be able to get a good look. And I just kept thinking, fuck, if we just had a bigger center that was just down there that even every once in a while if he's not going to throw it out for the second chance point like he could be the second chance point and just put it back and bam is not going to be that guy because bam is too small and even the 30 40 50 year old al horford can stop him yeah um but i'm going to disagree with like the whole uh to go back with that point you're saying that Shaq, that the big man like like throwing the post that the post up should make a little comeback a little bit, but not a full comeback because... Um, oh, no, yeah. The good thing about Joel Embiid is that, yeah, you can throw in the post, but that guy can step out and he can make a three. Yeah, yeah, facts, because, facts. Because if that's Jokic, a, too. Because if that's the case, man, then people like... There's not going to be no question whatsoever that DeAndre Ayton deserves the max. I'm well, like, he's got to be able to do it, though. Yes. Ayton doesn't to, do it. Ayton needs a, uh, uh, a guard a to help him. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, I know he's a not difference the, between... I, I know he's not the best he's example, it. but it's like in like in the nineties, he's probably might have. To this day, I'm gonna bring your boy up. To this day, the most unstoppable shot in the NBA has not been Steph Curry's threes or LeBron's uh, drives to the basket or Jordan's mid range. It was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's hook shot. Yeah, that was the number one. And I'm not saying he's gotta do hook shots from the post up, but that involved posting up good thing you brought up you know that uh he's my boy even though he's uh he's a fucking asshole so because i'm gonna bring up your boy tyler hero <laughs> he's uh, slipping out of that boy yeah uh, when, when he gets to that look i was definitely wrong uh when it came uh with him saying that to trade his ass you know for bradley beal or james harden could you uh, imagine if james harden was on this heat squad versus the Celtics? that would be true have been lost it's truly fucked um, because at least Tyler Hero, he has some trade value. He's young, but the Heat are in a little bit of a predicament right now. They gotta decide whether to give Tyler Hero uh, the max deal to extend him, or trade him, or do whatever it is. If I was in that predicament, look, he can ball Tyler, but he's not gonna be that person that we need in our because right now the Heat are in a win now mode. Mm-hmm. Like and with the way Jimmy how Butler's thirty three thirty four exactly. So I'm like Kyle is even the same age or a little older. Yeah, exactly. So if I had that choice, I'm gonna trade Tyler Hero. And there's a couple of people that 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 come to mind for me. Some of them are your boys actually. First one that that comes to mind with me, he's part of my boys crew, Donovan Mitchell. It's not going so well in the Utah Jazz. Nah, I disagree with that we one. Got, we got that connection with D-Wade over there. I, I guess you might disagree. I know we spoke this off camera. Another boy of yours. Well, no. Donovan's not your boy. He's my boy. Uh, boy of yours, Zach Levine. He's an unrestricted, boy, unrestricted free agent. Another guy of yours. Hey, he made that Lakers comment, too. Yeah. I don't know. If he goes to the Lakers... LeBron's got a nice, nice Robin, or actually no, a good Batman. I think Batman might be a Batman Superman. Dude. Look, man, like they have everybody going to the Lakers, man. Let's like shit. shit but I'm gonna take Anthony Davis out of the Lakers. Who else you got? The other person that I got as well is another boy of yours, De'Aaron Fox. You De'Aaron just, Fox is in that Dame situation, that man. If he rotting. leaves Sacramento, guy's rotting away. Yeah, over there in his Sacramento. potential is immense. And Fox, he's a fucking bucket. 
Yes. When, when it comes to that, Levine, a bucket. Mitchell, a fucking Levine bucket. Levine and Fox during this little mini comeback at the end, I mean, in the beginning of the fourth quarter, they would have gotten some buckets for Even if they were having a bad night, they would have gotten some buckets. And look, Pat Riley, like, this season's kind of reminding me of, like, uh, 2005, 2006 uh, heat season. Jesus. When they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals to the Detroit, oh, Detroit. Pistons. Um, and and they came in, back to in, win it all in Game Seven. And that offseason, Pat Riley like got to work. I think he like did like the biggest like trade or like you know like like no, they're like they already have Shaq in two thousand five. Yes, yes, but like Pat Riley, he like uh, he retooled like immensely. I yeah, think yeah they but were, I think that big ass trade was what included Shaq. No, 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 no. He bought Antoine Walker. He bought Jason yeah, Williams. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Posey. If Lamar any, Odom left. Yeah. No, no, no. That was the year before. To that was the year before? Okay, yes. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. A lottery tool. But if Some of those a shit ton of players. If anybody can make a move like this, and we have the salaries to be able to match it, because Duncan Robinson, you're packing. Hero, you're packing. Bam, you're packing. Lowry, your fat ass is packing as well, man. You looked horrible. I'm like... Uh, 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 I'll give it to him. Uh, he's injured. I got you with that, but he he's old, and he does not look... Anywhere near the Toronto rap. Well, but, I'm glad you're bringing up all those names because it closes out what I've been saying. We can't rely on G League role players, bro. Gabe Vincent, two turnovers, missing everything. Max Struess, gone. That man's been dis- he's magically disappeared these past two games. They're not G League role players. They're legit role players, but like okay, G League po- role players mean they came from the fucking G League. Okay, bro. they were but, undrafted and they came from the development league. Okay, I know. Yes, they came from that, but like the way how you're saying it, you're saying like they belong in the G League. They do not belong in the G League. Nah, I ain't say that. They I ain't say that. Just, how, I think you're just taking it personally, bro. No, you take, I'm not. Because you that's played how, in the G League. <laughs> I mean, shit. If I play in the G League, I'll be overseas right now, man. I wouldn't be doing this. Shit. Been doing this shit right now um, But like Okay to go back to what I'm saying Like if anybody can create Like a team like that Imagine a big three Of that combination that I was saying Like De'Aaron Fox Or Donovan Mitchell Or Zach Levine And you combine that with Joel Embiid And Jimmy Butler Oh you're thinking they bring A big three Nah yeah, bro you're they, they, they It's the, one or the other they Either the, they get Joel Embiid Or I, they get one of those stars I think they can mentioned. make The salaries work To be able to do that Cause we got big salaries It's possible We, we got Lowry sa- We got Lowry salary And we got Duncan Robinson salary I'm not Robinson even thinking salary, salary man Like right, I'm, I'm just thinking Match purposes uh, We got some good pieces as well Man Gabe Vincent I think you're not giving enough Credit to the role players now Even though I just said We can't rely on them Like I said too much weight on them as they're currently constructed is what's crumbling them. Okay. In gotcha. the future, with the right proper pieces, they will be able to maximize their potential. Like Max Drews, I'll keep him. And he'll be yeah. on a budget. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Vincent, keep. He'll be on a good budget. Um, Duncan? Yeah, get the packing. I don't know, man. Maybe we'll see. Pack I in. would even consider keeping him. We no. need snipers. Pack and snipers in. work best when they're not uh, focused on the offense Like they're not Defocused on the offense Back So in. you bring in Embiid And if you're able To bring in the third star Like Bro Duncan can do Whatever the fuck he wants And he'll be um, He won't be as bad As of a defensive liability Because if the second star Can be a, a Legitimate Defender Then Okay We're allowed to have A little bit more uh, Leeway on having Bad defenders on the On the floor <laughs> At the same time So yeah Good, and what? good point, but Robinson's still going to be on those eighth out just her matching salary. Maybe. Well, yeah. I would keep him just because, like, with inflation going at the way it is, Duncan is also going to be looking looking like a good um, uh, 
value because of like salary cap going up, inflation going up, just everything. Bro. And what's up? The feds, man, they're increasing. They're aggressively increasing those rates, man. Inflation's going to get under control. Say what? <laughs> I wish. Man. Well, the salary cap ain't getting under control. And the NBA growth is going to keep rising. Yeah. So his, his counter is still going to look good. And then the only one I'm, I'm going to give you a little credit on is maybe Trey Tyler here. I don't know. I can't, I can't believe I'm saying that. You'd rather give him uh, the max? Oh, I know. Have, that's why. It's because it's at that... That uh decision making that what's that intersection that you have to decide that now makes me a little doubtful, um because I mm, I'm not denying his mm. talent. It's just that I'm not gonna feel comfortable paying him the max. The problem is that right now the Heat do not have enough of a window to like okay we'll keep developing keep developing you Ty. We just kind of have to like go all out. You know what I mean? Right now in these next two to three years, that's that's to. the window. We're just like way. how the Lakers have like. Shit, even shorter, like a one to two year window, and I, I'm also starting to doubt his potential. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if he has as high as potential. It's pretty close as I initially thought. Well, I, I thought he could be an NBA superstar. Um, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna lower that bar that I think he could be an NBA star. But there's a part of me thinks, okay, he could be an NBA superstar like a Jimmy Butler, a, you know what I mean? A B-tier superstar. I mean, the way he's projecting, it, it might have been, I was starting to see a little bit like saying, okay, man, he might end up being a Devin Booker, but now it's kind of looking like maybe he might be a Jamal Crawford, maybe a little bit better, which is not bad. Jamal Crawford in his prime. Baller. Hey, baller. Multiple times. I mean, I would love to have him like a, a six-man, like a Lou Will, a Jamal, a Manu Ginobili. If he can be a Manu, a Manu literally mean getting buckets, um, navigating the floor like a floor general, and being put on the floor during clutch moments with the other big two like Duncan and Parker for Manu. He Tyler can stay Heat lifer for life. But like the legit. same, but the same thing with Manu or any of those players you brought up. I'm not paying any of those guys the max because you know who I'm paying the well, max. Yeah, Stars. you have to like talk to them about. Um, yeah, they have to be a little self-sacrificial. Although I'm not gonna lie, the older I get. I used to be like, damn, it's like self-sacrifice. Look, get I get the bag. Billion, not that and billionaires are the last fucking people on the planet that need discounts. So fuck them. They should pay the luxury tax to win it. It's fucking bullshit. I don't give a fuck. But billionaires are the last people on this planet that need breaks of any kind financially. But the good thing is we have a great owner in Mickey Arison. He has shown uh, time and time again, if we have a championship contending team, he will pay the luxury tax. Hey. Yeah, pay it up, but I mean, like, just go overboard. Like, which, Golden State, bro, they're deep in that bitch, and they're like, it's all good which, because the return is there. Which, I do want to say something to Mickey Harrison. Um, hopefully, he some way, somehow. Please, can you buy the Miami Marlins, man? Like, oh, please, man. Like, God damn it, man. Like, I cannot tell the difference between Bruce Sherman and Jeffrey Loria, man. Horrible. Won't spend any money. I mean, they spent a little bit of money this year, but that team is still a dumpster fire. And you're wasting prime years of Sandy Alcantara and uh, Pablo Lopez, two aces. But we have an abysmal offense. Like, you thought our no shooting was horrible? I'm like, God damn it. Like, the offense for the for the Marlins is even worse. It makes me sick. But Just know, guys, that Irwin will do a, ba- a baseball podcast at some point. Maybe. Just uh, like Kenny. I mean, maybe. Um, you didn't see Kenny's doing that. 
Oh. You didn't know that? Oh, Kenny does baseball? Yeah. What? He was the, Kenny he, for real? Yes. What? He covers, he has a whole different channel just for baseball. And then yesterday, oh no, not yesterday, the last Heat Celtics game, um, I was watching this video today actually. He was talking about how like, um, he has a big monitor and he's got a small monitor. And he had the, the playoffs, fucking conference finals, and then the small monitor playing a baseball game is uh. the Jays and something. And he's like, and this is why I that I've been saying it's snooze fest. He's like, it the blowout's so bad that it's like, yo, I'm for the first time in the entire playoffs this year, he switched from the monitor, or I think ever for for him as a as a basketball tuber. He switched the basketball game to the small screen and the baseball game to the big screen because that's how bad the basketball game was. Now, a thousand percent agree with that. Today, I'll end it off with this. Today, I was actually fucking happy when I saw the halftime score and when I was watching the third, fourth quarter, like, and even some of the second quarter. I was like, ooh, close game. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, we're finally gonna get a fucking excruciating last five minutes back and forth. Some it, it legacy, like historic playoff moments. Like, oh my God, Butler's gonna do something, or Tatum's gonna do, or something's gonna happen. And then third quarter just fucking busted wide open. Fourth quarter, no comeback in sight. You and I was it. like, this is the same bullshit that it's been for the last. Fucking six, five game, four games. Like, and it's like I'm over it. I'm over it. If like, he lose, I don't give a fuck anymore. Cause this conference, fi- this is one of the most boring conference finals I have watched in my entire life. If you disagree with that take, you're a fucking. I mean, <laughs> I'll be nice. I mean, I mean, some obnoxious, you know, uh, Warriors fan or Celtics fan may be like, "Because your team's not advancing." I'm like, "No, man!" Like, like as a basketball fan, it's like, no, look, it's boring. It's like, boring. Like, look, if Game Six the Heat win, but it's also blow, I'm still gonna be like, "Oh my god!" And then Game Seven, I don't care who wins. If they win by a blowout in a Game Seven, fuck it. Then this has to go down as one of the most. Boring Eastern Conference Finals of all time. Because the second round, Chef's Kiss. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Every series except for one. Even the that, that fourth one. Good. Good. Clutch. Like, back and forth. This is not back and fucking Brown today when he got interviews. Like, yeah, it's a good series. is going back and forth. No, motherfucker. Like, the series is going back and forth, but the games are going back and forth. So, no, this is not a good series. This is boring basketball entertainment. Right now, I feel like I'm watching WWE instead of like. Olympic wrestling. I mean, that it, makes sense. I mean, it kind of is with the refs, but yeah. I mean, the all right, let's sign it off. It's yeah, way too long. For real, man. Anyways, guys, if you're at this point, um, you're a real one. We love you guys. Appreciate y'all. I know this is like a lot longer than yeah, the shorts that we've been posting. We've been posting that got you guys probably here. Uh, but either way, appreciate all the love and the hate. You guys already know Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all podcast streaming platforms. Stress and Twitter, guys. We are on Twitter. All day, all night. Yeah, uh, be doing prayer circles for to <laughs> to the series. Um, and let's do them tomorrow so the Mavs can extend the series. <laughs> uh, if Luca takes this to a game seven, he'll get promoted from demigod to that. god. Um, anyways, uh, we'll catch you guys soon. For now, take care. Later.